Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Chag Sameach. Happy Sukkot, my friends. A week of holidays, of celebrations, and of course, the highlight of the day, every day, is shaking the lulav and the esrog. If you are a Chabadnik, and if you have the great privilege of being part of the Chabad community, you know that the greatest blessing on this holiday is sharing the joy of the lulav shake with so many fellow Jews all day, every day. This is what we're doing, walking around the streets, trying to find a fellow Jew to shake the lulav together. So many amazing moments, so many shared joyous experiences. This week, I want to invite you to tune into this incredible story, which reminds us that when we hold that lulav in our hands and we give it a shake, it seems like we're just shaking the lulav, fulfilling a mitzvah, but what are we really doing? According to Kabbalah and Jewish mysticism, we are actually doing something incredible. We are drawing down tremendous light and spiritual energy into this world. We're not just doing the shake to the right, to the left, up and down. We're actually drawing down light, energy, and spirit and godliness into this universe. This is really what this holiday is all about. Taking the energy and the light and the godliness that is waiting for us to draw down and bring it into every aspect of our lives. And not only to keep it for ourselves, but to share it with the people who are with us. So open up your hearts, my friends, as you listen to the following story, which actually has a story in a story, which will lift up your hearts and bring you the joyous spirits of the Lulav Sheikh. So this story takes us to the windy city of Chicago, where a good friend of mine, Rabbi Posner, who is one of the Chabad emissaries in the area, was in Chicago doing his thing, like every Chabad chassid, and that is what? Standing outside the supermarket, in this case, outside the kosher bagel store, and shaking the lulav with the Jewish people who are coming by. As he was standing there on this drizzly Chicago morning, somebody walked by, seemed like a woman who was in a big rush somewhere, got no time to stop. But I quickly said to her, happy holiday. She ignored me. She rushed into the store and grabbed a bagel. As she was walking out of the store and she emerged with a small brown bag with a steaming paper cup with hot coffee, this time she slowed down and she approached me thoughtfully and she said, Rabbi, may I ask you a question? And I said, of course, I was ready for any question, like any Chabad rabbi. She said to me, Rabbi, this is actually going to be an unusual question. Is that okay? I said, no problem. I always enjoy an unusual question. She looks at me and she says, tell me, Rabbi, what do you know about the angel Michael? Is that an unusual question? Well, as soon as I was looking at her and I heard that question, I decided to do whatever I can to share with her any information I have about angel Michael. So I started telling her that he's a great angel mentioned by the name in the scripture. He's an advocate for the Jewish people. He's associated with kindness and the right side as opposed to the angel Gabriel who represents the left side and severity. And as I start rattling off all this information about the angel Michael, she interrupts me and she says to me, Rabbi, is talking about the angel Michael a usual thing for a rabbi to talk about in a sermon? As she asked me that question, I was able to detect a certain hint of urgency creeping into her voice. So I said, I don't think it's the most usual thing for a rabbi to talk about Angel Michael, but it's not the most unusual thing. Tell me more. Why are you asking this question? Where did you hear a rabbi talk about Angel Michael in a sermon? And at that moment, her entire story came tumbling out of her mouth. She said, Rabbi, 
I've been to a bar mitzvah at the Boston area around a month ago. The Chabad rabbi who officiated this bar mitzvah, he shared the story of the Baal Shem Tov, a Hasidic thought, a Hasidic tradition, that on the morning of Simchat Torah, the happiest day of the year, the angel Michael and his team of angels arrived to clean up heaven, but they found that heaven was littered with souls. When I say souls, I don't mean S-O-U-L, but S-O-L-E. The entire heavenly floor was littered with souls and torn shoelaces of Jews who danced with glee all night long on Simchat Torah. And the rabbi was telling the story and talking about the power of joy and the impact that our dancing can have on heaven above. Now, I must tell you that as the rabbi was saying the story, he was looking right at me. Even though he has no idea who I was, I wasn't part of his congregation. I was just visiting. And then at that moment, the rabbi looks at me and he says, Angels Michael's message to us is that there's nothing more important than being happy, celebrating, dancing, and rejoicing and the life that we are given. Now let me tell you something, Rabbi. She says to me as she looks at me on this rainy morning in Chicago with a bagel in one hand, a coffee in another. I'm looking at her trying to figure out what she's trying to say. And then she says to me, Rabbi, what the Rabbi did not know in Boston is that my only son, Michael, died in an accident earlier this year. And when he said to me that the angel Michael was telling us to keep dancing, I understood that he was conveying a message to me from my own angel, Michael. It is time for me to start living again, to find a way to be happy and make peace with the life that I have. I must tell you, I came home that night and I decided enough, enough with the grieving, enough with the mourning, enough with being stuck in this place of darkness. I need to get help. Took a lot of courage, a lot of strength, but I found a therapist who deals with bereavement somebody who could help me and guide me. And I reached out to a rabbi who could support me. And today, today is my first session with this therapist, which the rabbi has directed me to. And I am on the way there right now. As I passed by the bagel store, I felt I wasn't ready yet. So I stopped here, even though I don't usually eat kosher, to pick up a cup of coffee and a warm kosher bagel, just to buy myself a few more minutes before I go to a place that will require of me to uncover strength I don't know I have. And then I meet you, also a Chabad rabbi, offering me the opportunity to do a mitzvah. My friends, my dear rabbi, you must have been sent here by my angel Michael telling me that I must live with joy. Rabbi, please give me that lulav. I want to shake it. I want to dance. I am ready to start living again. My friends, the story is for me and the story is for you. Because as we shake that lulav, find another Jew you can share it with. And most importantly, remember that the angel Michael is waiting for our dancing souls. But more importantly, our angel Michael is waiting for us to step up to the plate and start living again. No matter how dark and how difficult it may seem to be, there's always someone out there who is a messenger from God, ready to lift us up. All we need to do is open up our hearts and listen closely with our ears, follow the message, and listen to where God takes us.